Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to what I'm calling Summer Snacks, bite-sized episodes to give you meal inspiration throughout the summer without taking too much time away from the beach or pool. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and Welcome let's back get cooking. to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Today, we are talking our favorite family camping meals. I know not everyone is a camper, but we sure are. Camping is one of my favorite activities. Though I didn't grow up with a family of campers, I did grow up going to overnight summer camp. And as soon as I went away to college, I joined the outing club where we went on hikes and camped all semester long. If I could live in a cabin in the woods, I would. Doesn't exactly work for our family, but I love being outdoors any chance I can get. And I was in this mode of loving hiking and camping and really being able to do it my way for the first time ever when my husband and I first met. So one of our first trips together was to go camping at a provincial park in Ontario. Now, this park is only a couple hours away from my husband's parents' house. So we gathered all of his family's old camping gear and we get in the car and we drive there. And my husband goes to set up the tent as I start getting the food stuff set up. And he realized he forgot the tent poles. I had never until that point been more thankful that my then boyfriend was a professional sailor or is a professional sailor. He literally rigged our tent up to the trees. And that was our first ever camping experience. Luckily, it didn't keep us from camping again in the future, and we have been camping as a family since my kids were really young. 
It is now a family tradition to go camping at least once a summer, if not two or three times. Typically, we go to a state park to go camping, so we're not backpacking or too far out in the woods. But as of now, we do car camp, so we don't have an RV or a camper. We are camping with tents and our car at a state park. We're not too far from civilization, so if we do need things, we can hop over to the local Walmart, but we bring all of our equipment with us. We set up a whole camp kitchen and we park there for anywhere from two to five days. This summer, we're actually going to go for our longest camping stint, which I'm super excited about. I think the kids are old enough. They have their own tent now as of last summer. And I think we have a pretty good system when it comes to camp cooking. So in today's episode, I want to share with you our favorite camping meals. So let's start really quick with what equipment you'll need to go camping. I will put a link to my Amazon list with all of my favorite camping gear. We're not super fancy when it comes to our camp kitchen. The things that you're going to need and the things that we use are a knife and a cutting board. Obviously, we have a knife that has a sheath on it. It's not a crazy expensive knife. It's from Ikea. And that just kind of keeps it safe. In our box, we have two boxes, one for our equipment and one for our kind of pantry items. And as a side tip, we invested in a much more expensive box, not crazy expensive, but a more expensive box for our pantry equipment. It is safe from water and it's also safe from any wildlife friends potentially getting in there. We do lock it in the car at night, but for the pantry goods, it's worth it to get a waterproof box. And ours is just a plastic bin that's waterproof and creature proof. So we have our pantry bin and our equipment bin. We have a knife and a cutting board. A cast iron pan is a must. Ours is just a 10 inch cast iron. It's big enough to cook up some ground meat or a couple of steaks or some chicken sausages. But all you really need is at least one cast iron skillet. And you can use this on a camp stove or over the fire. Lodge brand again is my favorite and they last forever as long as you are seasoning them well. When it comes to our camp stove, we just have the Coleman Classic. We get the little propane containers to go with it, and it works great. We've had it for several years now, no problems with it. If you want to exclusively cook over the fire, we will do a mix of camp stove and fire cooking. Then you will likely want to get a grill to go over the fire unless you have like fire pits with grills at whatever campsite you're going to. You are going to need a grill set for turning anything on the fire, some sort of a heat safe spatula, maybe a wooden spoon for anything you're going to do on your camp stove or over the fire, but make sure you have a grill set for turning anything on the fire and get a good set of oven mitts or even better oven gloves because it gets really hot near the fire and your grill set can get really hot too. And a piece of advice as a former camp counselor, they don't always tell you to do this, but make sure that you keep a bucket of water next to the fire whenever you are cooking over the fire or really whenever there's a fire at all, then you can put the fire out quickly if you need to. But you can also put your hot grill equipment in there to cool it down quickly as well. You are likely going to want a small pot if you want to cook any sort of soup or you can use that for coffee if you're not using a kettle. You're going to want a thermometer for cooking your meat. They're like $15 for a foldable thermometer, and you're definitely going to want to make sure your meat is cooked well. So in my opinion, 
it is worth having one specifically for your camping box. You will also want some foil if you're going to do foil packets or if you need to cover your cast iron pan or really anything. Foil is an essential because it is generally heat safe. Optionally, you might want to invest in a Dutch oven if you want to cook a whole soup or a chili or something like that over the fire. But honestly, if you are just getting into camping, if this is your first time camping, I don't think you need to go out and buy everything. Cast iron can be expensive. Just buy a decent cast iron skillet. You can save the Dutch oven for later. Use a camp stove. Keep it very simple. You will also want a set of utensils, some plates, some bowls. You will also need a cooler. We have the Coleman Extreme. It's, it works really well, but we do have to add more ice pretty much every day. We are going to upgrade to an Arctic for longer trips, but so far the Coleman has done us well. We also have an igloo cooler as well, which we use for going on mini adventures. We also bring it to the beach as well. For cleanup, you want a sink of some sort. We have two bins and we just invested in a collapsible sink to use as well to wash dishes. And like I mentioned, you want something to make coffee or tea. If you are a coffee or tea or hot chocolate drinker as well, you can do a kettle. But in the past, we've just used a small pot, heated up water and done the pour over method. So what you cook while you're camping is going to depend on how long you're camping for. You might need to restock partway through if you're camping for two weeks. Be really careful with what sort of raw meat you're bringing because raw meat isn't going to keep longer than a day. What you can do is bring frozen meat and let it slowly defrost over a day or bring pre-cooked meat with you, which will last longer. At our campground, typically check-in is 1 or 2 p.m., so we will get there as early as possible to set everything up. We'll set up the tents, we'll set up our camp kitchen, and then the kids usually like to hit the lake right away. So the first night, we like to bring something really easy so we can kind of just relax. Our family tradition has been to make tacos on the first night, so I will pre-cook some ground meat with my homemade taco seasoning. I'll link that in the show notes. And we will put together really easy tacos. We'll bring all of the toppings with us. We'll bring tortillas. We'll bring salsa. We'll bring guacamole. We don't get super fancy with this. We bring things that aren't going to go super bad if we have leftovers. We bring shredded cheese. Sometimes we bring sour cream. So tacos are our first night tradition. And all we have to do is reheat the meat in the cast iron skillet. Some more make-ahead meals and make-ahead items you can make to make your camp cooking easier. You can make shredded chicken ahead of time and you can use that in tacos. You can also use it in white chicken chili or chicken soup. You can marinate meat, but I wouldn't use the marinated meat more than like a day or so after. But if you want to marinate steak and maybe a balsamic marinade to use for a foil packet, or you can cook up that meat and put it over a salad. You can pre-make chili and then you just have to reheat that in a pot or a Dutch oven. I like making cornbread ahead of time to go with the chili as well. You can pre-make meatballs and do meatball subs. You could do these over pasta. Pasta is hard to cook when you're camping. You can pre-make pasta and bring that with you in Ziplocs and just reheat it with some sauce and some meatballs. So that's an option too to keep things easy. Mac and cheese is another one that's really easy to pre-make in a foil container and then reheat it on the grill over the fire. 
You can also pre-make foil packets, which I'll talk about in a minute. Have those ready to go. Typically, I recommend doing pre-cooked meat if you're pre-making the foil packets just to avoid any contamination. You want to keep things as safe as possible when you're camping. Pasta salad is another one that's really great to make ahead, and you can turn that into a lunch or add some protein to it and turn it into a dinner. And then finally, pre-making kebabs to make on the first night or the second night if the meat is raw. Those are a family favorite as well. So some of our favorite easy camping meals, some with the items I mentioned and some kind of on their own. Kebabs, like I mentioned, my family loves our Hawaiian beef kebabs, so I'll marinate it and skewer them on metal skewers. You can cook those over the fire or you can cook them on a griddle as well, but it's way more fun over the fire. Some other ideas are Greek chicken kebabs, balsamic steak and vegetables. You can also do shrimp and sausage and vegetables as a kebab as well. Just grab some metal skewers. You can get them for five bucks at Target, and they're really easy to cook over the fire. And it's fun to get the kids involved in that too. Chicken sausages or hot dogs on a stick are also a great option for cooking over the fire. We love campfire nachos, so if you have leftover taco meat or you want to double up the taco meat, or you can use beans, this is a great option for later in the week too. You can cook these right in the cast iron skillet and just cover it with some foil, or you can cook them in a foil container and keep it easy that way as well. Make sure you cover it with foil to make the cheese all nice and melty. If it's a cooler night, we love grilled cheese and tomato soup. I typically don't even make the tomato soup ahead of time. We use the Pacific brand, I believe. Heat that up and you can make the grilled cheese over the fire or on the griddle as well. This also works as a great quick lunch. Most of the time for lunches, we typically just do sandwiches. We keep it pretty easy. Another easy idea is to do salad kits with whatever meat you want to do. So we'll do a salad kit with burgers on the side, a salad kit with steak. My husband and I like to do that when we go camping ourselves. We'll get a really nice steak, cook that up in the cast iron, serve it with a salad kit. You can get fancy and do garlic bread over the fire as well. Sloppy Joes are another good option. Any sort of ground meat you can cook ahead of time and then just cook that up in the pan is really easy with kids. Soups are also really easy to make when you're camping, especially when you use a really easy protein. So tortellini sausage soup works well. All you have to do is cook up the carrot, celery, onion in the bottom of your Dutch oven, add in your chicken sausage. If you want to do a tomato-based one, you can add in a can of tomatoes, add in some broth, bring it to a simmer, add the tortellini. It cooks in a couple minutes. Serve it with a little bit of grated Parmesan on top. Feels like a gourmet meal and you're sitting out in the woods. Campfire fajitas or cheese steaks are great if you have a griddle to cook those up, cook up the peppers and onions, take them off, cook up whatever meat, serve it on a bun or a sub or over some sort of pre-cooked rice as well. You can pre-cook the rice yourself or you can buy the little rice packets and just heat them up in a pan alongside. Corn over the fire is one of my favorites. So all you need to do is soak it in a bucket in the husk for maybe an hour or so and then just literally throw the entire thing on the fire. Let it get a little bit blackened on the outside and you open it up and it is the perfect cooked corn. This is a great way to use summer corn. And then of course, our favorite are foil packets. We do foil packets at least once, if not more than once when we are camping. There are so many options for these as well. Basically, you're going to take a piece of heavy duty foil, 
heavy-duty foil. Make sure you are spraying it with some sort of a cooking spray. I use an avocado oil spray, and you can add any combination of ingredients you want. If you're going to do this on night one or night two, you can bring marinated raw meat, keep it on the side, add it to your foil pack after. If you're going to pre-make the foil pack, I recommend using cooked meat, a few of our favorites, chicken sausage and vegetables. We just use a bunch of summer vegetables. So you can do peppers, you can do onions. We like red onions. You can do eggplant, you can do zucchini. A few years ago, I saw an idea online for a shrimp boil style. So you put in some cooked shrimp, some chorizo or andouille sausage. You can do whatever vegetables you want with that. Onion, zucchini, you could do potatoes. Corn is usually a must. You could do tomatoes as well. The tomatoes might burst in there though, so note that. And then sprinkle it all with Old Bay seasoning and pop that into the, you can literally pop the foil, the foil packets into the fire. You don't want to put them on the fire, I should say. You want to put them on hot coals. Potatoes work really well in foil packets, but you want to make sure to cut them really small. I like potatoes, kielbasa, and cabbage. We've done a southwestern chicken where you season the chicken. You can either marinate it with my fajita marinade, or you can do pre-cooked chicken, corn, beans. You could do rice if you want to. Typically, we don't. And then top it with salsa and guacamole. Barbecue chicken is also delicious. Again, marinated chicken or pre-cooked chicken, peppers, onions, barbecue sauce. Top it with some ranch and some green onions. Or steak, peppers, and onions works really well, too. You can make it into a cheesesteak style by adding some cheese at the end and letting that melt as well. So there's a ton of ideas for foil packets. If you have a griddle, a couple griddle ideas, non-bread pizzas. You all know I love non-bread pizzas, especially if it's just me and the kids camping. We like to keep it really simple. So non-bread pizzas are a great one that you can do right over the fire if you have a grill or on a griddle. You can do quesadillas as well, and we can, you can do so many different toppings inside your quesadillas. You can kind of do a DIY quesadilla situation as well, and your family can decide what they want to add in there. You cook them up individually. And then, of course, as you get further on, if you are camping for longer than a couple of days, you want to keep things really simple. So you can do really any sort of vegetarian meals. I love using the pre-cooked packets of rice and quinoa. I don't recommend these for budget purposes for weeknight cooking because they are expensive, but for camping, they're really convenient. You just heat them up in a pan. You can add any sort of beans. You could do a Mediterranean style and add some chickpeas or Moroccan style and add some chickpeas and just mix up whatever vegetables or sauces you want to add to those kind of a bowl style. You can do black beans or pinto beans and do a southwestern style. You can add some corn to that too. There's a lot of options to do beans and rice or beans and quinoa. And then don't discount canned soup towards the end of the week. If you've been camping for a while, canned soup is easy and convenient as well. This episode is getting a little bit longer than I had planned for these bite-sized episodes. So let me go really quick through some of our favorite breakfast ideas. We love the griddle for breakfast. We will do eggs and bacon We'll do pancakes. The Birchbenders brand is our favorite. They have a gluten-free version and a grain-free version as well, and you just need to add water. We also love French toast on the griddle, cast iron hash. You can do any sort of leftover meat, or you can do sausage, vegetables, potatoes. If you buy frozen potatoes and you keep them in the cooler, those work for the next night as well, or frozen hash as well. A cast iron frittata does take a while, but if you have somebody in your family that wakes up early, 
you can actually get all of the frittata ingredients together, put them in a plastic bag, and then just pour it in. Make sure you grease your cast iron really, really well. Cover it. Let it cook until it's done over the fire or over the camp stove. If you want to pre-make things, you can pre-make breakfast sandwiches or breakfast burritos before you go. Again, freeze them and let them defrost. And you can heat those up over the fire as well. Muffins are a great option to bring for an easy breakfast. We always bring cereal, typically for later on in the week. And we will buy the Horizon Organic Milks, the little Tetra Packs, so we don't have to worry about the milk going bad. We do keep it in the cooler, but it's not going to go bad. So. Less of a worry there. We'll also pre-prep fruit and then bring really easy fruit like apples and oranges that aren't going to go bad, especially if we're taking them on outings throughout the day. We love making leftover breakfast tacos. If we do tacos the night before, we will cook up the leftover meat, cook up some eggs, make breakfast tacos. If you don't want to cook at all, Overnight oats are a really great option to bring with you as well. You can bring them in little mason jars or you can do plastic containers if you're worried about the glass. And of course, if it's cold, you've got to do oatmeal. I feel like oatmeal packets are just a must while you're camping. Heat up the water, add the packet to your bowl, or better yet, you can also buy the pre-made little cups. We love the Purely Elizabeth brand, and that makes for a nice warm breakfast that is very little effort. We will also bring some dried fruit to put in there, especially if it's towards the end of the week as well. Okay, last but not least, I want to share a couple of my favorite camping desserts because we all love camping desserts, right? S'mores, of course. S'mores are my favorite. They're probably my favorite dessert. They're just so nostalgic for me. I love the graham cracker and the gooey marshmallow and the melty chocolate. But if you don't want to bother with making individual s'mores. You can also make a s'mores skillet situation. I will warn you, it is hard to clean, so make sure you put foil underneath, but you add your marshmallows and chocolate to the top, cover it, add it to your fire, let it melt, and then use graham crackers to dip. It's delicious, but honestly, it's not the same. So s'mores, monkey bread we love making over the fire in the cast iron. Again, lined with some foil. Make sure you spray with a cooking spray. Fruit crumble is really easy to make ahead in a tin and then put that over the fire. We love making banana boats, which is something we made at summer camp. You take a piece of foil, add the banana to it, slice it open, and add in whatever toppings you want. Usually we do like chocolate chips, marshmallows, really the sky is the limit, whatever toppings you want to do. Cook it over the fire. You can open it up, add granola to the top after. It's really, really tasty. And it's sort of like a banana split type situation without the ice cream. Baked apples are a good one too. So you just core the apple and in the center you can do brown sugar or maple syrup and then typically top with some sort of granola as well. So those are some of our favorites. There are many more, but we like to keep it simple when we are camping. Don't forget about snacks. We like making energy balls ahead of time and then any non-perishable snacks. So meat sticks, jerky, crackers, dried fruit, dried veggies, those type of things. Okay, this snack has become more of a meal, but I hope you found some ideas and inspiration for camping this summer from this episode. I want to hear from you. I want to know what your family's favorite camping meals are. I want to hear from you if you go camping and try any of these ideas. So head to Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris 
Tag me in your posts when you go camping. Share with me your favorite ideas via DM. I love to connect with all of you. And for more from me all summer long, recipes and more, join us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club on Patreon. It starts at just $3 a month and you'll get weekly meal inspiration with links to recipes, a meal plan and grocery list if you want to make it your meal plan, monthly member exclusive recipes, access to our recipe vault with over 100 family-friendly recipes, quick cooking tips, bonus podcasts, and so much more. We have a ton of new summer recipes this month, including a chopped Mediterranean salad, black and white fish sandwich with easy remoulade, grilled salmon Caesars, those Hawaiian beef kebabs I mentioned with coconut rice, and so many more. You can try it out and get your first week free at patreon.com slash healthy mama Chris. As always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, happy camping. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.